What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Masters of the Cultureverse. I'm your friendly neighborhood blurred, Caleb Edward Edley, here with my co-host, as always, the invincible Clay Stroman. How's it going, Clay? It's going well, Caleb. How you feeling, man? Feeling pretty good, pretty good. You know, it's a Monday. It's kind of a holiday Monday, I guess, for some people. So. What is it, Columbus Day? Uh-huh. Yeah, some people, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if you're a bank... It's more than likely a holiday for you, which I, I, believe I didn't. It's not a banking holiday. Do what? I believe it's not a banking holiday. It. Tr- I work with banks. Trust me, it is. It is. It is, because, because I know this because you know I work to prob. Say again. My roommate works with banks, and he said it wasn't. Well, maybe not all banks, but a lot of banks, because all of my all of my admins, none of them responded to me today. Maybe they just used today as an excuse. Perhaps. That's what it was. They were just being lazy. Or maybe it's just a banking holiday. <laughs> maybe. The world will did, never know. Did we get that day off in school? I don't remember. Um, I don't know. I don't remember that either. Hmm. The world will never know. I kind of, yeah, I moved past school. Just all together. It's all just a blur of your childhood. You don't mm-hmm. remember anything. Yeah. Where did I come from? Where did you go? Where did I come from? Cotton-Eyed Joe. Wow. Profound. Yes. The poet of an age. Yes. What are you reading? What are you watching? Um, I'm actually watching The Haunting of Bly Manor on mm. Netflix. I've heard, heard it's it? good. I've, I've heard it's good. Yeah, so it's the follow-up to The Haunting of Hill House that came out, I think, last two, Halloween? The two one years before. ago. Two years ago, yeah, which I watched and I liked. Um, Haunting of Bly Manor, not as scary. Mm-hmm. Do no, I need to not, watch the first one first? Not at all. So it's actually a lot of the same actors and actresses playing completely different characters in a completely different, unrelated time period. Uh, American Horror Story-ish. Ish, yes. Yep, yep. So it's it's totally, totally different, um, not related. Don't have to watch the first season at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, though, if you're looking for something scary, obviously it's it's spooky season. Um, I would I would recommend watching Haunting of Hill House over Haunting of Bly Manor. Mm-hmm. Both are creepy. Hill House is more scary. Bly Manor, uh, I, saw it, I saw it labeled somewhere as like a dark romance or something. <laughs> And a lot of the reviews basically talk about how it's not as scary as the first season. Um, still a still a good show, I'd say worth watching, but a little slower, less scary, mm. less jumpy, less creepy, less spooky altogether. Okay, yeah, I'll probably yeah. watch Hill House first then. Yeah, watch Hill House for sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, what about you? I, last week, watched the entire first season of Mr. Robot for the first time. So. Oh, nice. And... It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, I will say there was a twist that I called pretty early on, and then there was a second twist that I didn't call. So I still was was surprised. Nice balance. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's good so far. I'll probably watch the rest of it. It's only four seasons, forty five episodes or something like that. So yeah, I've heard good things. Yeah, no, I'm happy with it. And of course, it leaves you with a cliffhanger. So I've got to keep okay. watching. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably have to get into that myself. Yeah. I feel like I know uh, you know Rami Malek's in it or whatever. Um, yes. And like after Bohemian Rhapsody, he was like, I thought he was gonna be like 
a superstar. And of course, he's supposed to be the new villain in James Bond. And now that everything's shut down, I feel like I've I honestly kind of forgot about him until I started watching Mr. Robot again or for the first time. Okay. Well, he's good. He's a good actor. Yeah, he is. He's one of the best. That's what he's got an Oscar to prove it. Yeah. 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 I'll have to get in that show myself, I believe. Although I think these days I'm pretty much only watching things that are like at least sort of spooky. Sure. Because it's October. Right. There's so much of it around. I just want to like eat it all up while it's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's What's next after Blyhouse? Do you know? Um. Well, I don't really have anything like in the loop, but typically I've just been kind of like shuffling around on the streaming apps, just like looking to see what what like scary movies are there. So mm-hmm. I will just be like blazing through. This weekend I watched um, Cabin in the Woods. Have you seen that? Yeah, I love that one. Yeah. So not not necessarily like a real horror story, but a good like it's a good little comedy. twist on it. Oh, well, yeah, there's a nice little, like, fuck you to the viewer at the end, basically. <laughs> yeah. um, I also watched a movie called Ready or Not, I believe, which I hadn't seen before, but it's another kind of, like, like horror comedy, kind mm-hmm. of. It was very good. Very good. Um, it was on, I think, Amazon or mm-hmm. HBO. That one is a highly recommend right there, Ready or Not. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. Do, do you know about the, uh, the Shutter app? I do not. Oh, it's a like a uh, horror thriller kind of that's all the movies that they have on there oh. is is those kind of movies. So if you're into spooky season, I, I would say maybe like do the trial, pay for one month and then just get rid of it. One month. That's a solid trial. No, no, no. The trial is seven days. I'm saying you pay for one month because you just want it for cool. October. <laughs> cool. Okay. <laughs> or just look at it for the last seven days of October. I don't fucking or I'll know. just cram everything in in a week. There that you works go. too. Um, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they can't have like that much like um, good material on there, you know, right, right. Yeah, I uh, already pay for like five streaming apps. I got to be careful about about where I'm throwing my money around with these streaming apps these days. There's so many popping up. No, it's understandable. I uh, I'm I'm the same way. Um, I think I've reached my streaming threshold. Like, I don't think I'm going to pay for any more without getting rid of one. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. Yeah. Netflix might be the one to go eventually once the office is gone. I don't know. What about Stranger Things? Don't I care. mean, I do care. Maybe I maybe I reactivate it for like a week when Stranger Things comes out because you know that's getting binged. Yeah, and then you're going to reactivate it for The Witcher? Maybe I'll just use a friend's. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've got I, my brother. I got my, I've got my brother and my sister, our friend Jim... <laughs> all on my netflix account so maybe i'll just like maybe i'll just delegate it to one of them there you go or you could just make them all pay a portion you could just split it yeah but that's not gonna happen oh well yeah i use my parents netflix so i pay for the disney plus and the hulu though that's that's all me Mm-hmm. i feel like i have some oh prime video i also have prime video yeah i think at this point i have hulu for no reason i haven't used it in a long time um i I, my parents had Hulu, but I hate the ads on Hulu, so I bought yep. the ad-less version of Hulu, and that has changed my life. Okay. I use it a lot more for just, like, random shit that I would have never watched before because I can't deal with commercials. But yep. since it's only, like, 20 minutes now, don't care. I'll yep. watch it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the ads are pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Hate them. So, what's going on in sports? Well, um, we've got the NFL season 
threatening to implode. I'll say. <laughs> um, we've got several teams that have COVID. Uh, the Patriots being one started by none other than Cam Newton. Um, we've got the Titans with a bunch of COVID stuff going on. And there are a lot of games just being shuffled around. So we have actually, there's a game happening right now, a regular one. Um, but tomorrow we have the second Tuesday game in the last 70 years. So there's going to be a Tuesday NFL game tomorrow. Wow. Um, it was, yeah, it was, I uh, believe, initially scheduled for Sunday. Got bumped back a couple of days. And yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. So that's, that's going to be the Bills and the Titans. And then the Bills had a Thursday game coming up this week. So that's getting pushed back to Sunday because they can't play both Tuesday and then Thursday. Um, we have the, uh, the Broncos and who is it? The Broncos and the, I forget. Oh, Broncos Patriots, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, that one got completely canceled this week. So that one's postponed until next week. So it's just a um, lot, of, lot of weird schedule changes happening because of COVID. Mm-hmm not necessarily unforeseeable. We were kind of thinking something like this was going to happen. Sure. Hopefully, hopefully it just doesn't get out of hand. I mean, it's, it's starting, it's like every week there's another team. There's like another game mm -hmm. that's being affected. Like last week there was like one game that was affected by it, the Titans Steelers game, mm -hmm. which got canceled. Um, and then this week we've got two games affected by it next week. Who knows? Yeah. I was, I was getting ready to ask like, um, at what point do we just call it a wash? You know? I think that I mean if they're if every team that's playing like every matchup if there's something covid related with every single matchup or most mm -hmm. of them I think that's when it's like all right we need to like we need to reevaluate this shit. Yeah. Um yeah it's it's pretty weird obviously we haven't seen something like this in the NFL before but other than that it, it was a pretty cool NFL week. Did you watch much football? Uh what did I watch? I watched the Carolina game. Solid I watched, game. I watched part of the Cowboys game. Uh, fuck. I watched another game. I, it's slipping me right now. I can't remember what it was, but slipping it was, you. it was wild. Okay. I remember, I remember thinking, what the fuck? Was it maybe the Raiders beating the Chiefs? Yes. That's what it yeah. was. Yes. Holy Raiders shit. beat the Chiefs. Yeah. They were leading pretty much the whole game. They won 40 to 32. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs are the best team. Right. With the best player. Reigning champions. Yeah. Yes. Reigning champions. Um, yeah, that Raiders team, they actually looked pretty good. They looked like a good football team. Yeah, I so, was surprised. I thought yeah, that the could Raiders be an interesting. Sucked. Yeah, I mean, typically they do. Typically they do, but um, this year they just have a lot of really good players. Hmm. They do. I mean, yeah. Josh Jacobs, their second-year running back, is one of the best running backs in the league. He's a mm -hmm. stud. Um, they've got Darren Waller, who's one of the best tight ends. They've got um, Henry Ruggs, a rookie receiver who just came back from injury last week and had like a huge game. Yeah. Like a hundred hundred something yards and a touchdown. Um and then like Derek Carr even looks solid. Yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah, it's it all it's interesting. It working. Yeah, it looks like they maybe have a decent defense too. Um crazy coach John Gruden who got fined for refusing to wear a mask and then and then appealed that. <laughs> <laughs> Did they uh turn it, overturn it? I don't know how that turned out actually. Gotcha. But um yeah, other than that, the the Panthers got a win three in a row. They're three and two now. Um, they beat the Falcons. The Falcons suck, and they fired their coach last night because of it. And Dan GM, Quinn. right? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. um, that was kind of a long time coming. The Cowboys did end up beating the Giants, but you saw Dak had that horrific ankle injury. 
Yep. Where his ankle basically came off of the rest of his leg. That was yeah, terrible. It looked real, real fucking yeah. gnarly. Yeah, yeah. And so I forget what channel that was on, like um, CBS or ABC or something. But mm-hmm. for some reason, they kept, like immediately, they zoomed in so close, just right on his ankle when he was sitting on the ground, just holding it right after it happened. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what that cameraman thought he was doing, but he that was, was a wild move. the money shot. Yeah, yeah, but they just kept showing it over and over and over and over and over again. And we were playing, um, we normally play it on two TVs. So we'll have like Red Zone going on one TV and then like the game that's on TV or on cable or whatever on another. So we had that playing twice at the same time, just over and over and over again. And one was a little bit, one was like a minute or two behind the other one. So we would see everything a bunch of times up top and then we'd see everything again a bunch of times down below. It was bad. It's like that Kevin Ware injury from way back when. Oh, Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Oh, that was probably the worst. That's probably the worst sports injury I've ever seen. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. Oh, my God. I don't even think Dax is, is anywhere near as bad, although it was, like, gruesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> I still um, don't understand if, how he did that, but. I don't really either. Um, yeah, he just went ahead and got surgery same night. <laughs> Looks like it was like successful, and now he's probably just going to be rehabbing for the rest of the year. Yeah. Of course, I have him on not one but two fantasy teams as my starting quarterback, so that's cool. Damn, that's yep. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean it sucks, but not as much as it sucks for Dak. Well, sure. <laughs> Who actually um, is on the last year of his contract? There was a whole like back and forth about like, are they going to pay him? Are they not going to pay him? Then they paid Zeke, his running back, a big contract, and mm-hmm. now this injury happened. So he's going to be out for the rest of the year and he right. could be screwed. Like they could just screw him after that. Do you think they will? I don't know. I mean, it's the Cowboys. It's just a terrible organization. So <laughs> <laughs> who knows what they're capable of? Yeah. Um, we do have the chargers playing the saints right now. It looks like the chargers are up 13, three. So mm-hmm. that could be a decent game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall pretty, pretty solid uh, week of football. With some weird stuff, weird COVID stuff going on. Yeah. Which is also not good for our fantasy teams. No, not at all. Shakes stuff up a little bit too much. Do any of your leagues have like injury spots for COVID players? Yeah, IR spots. Yeah. Yep, yep. Most of them do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of just a thing now. Yeah. And next to like all the players that aren't playing because of that, it just says COV <laughs> or wow. PPD for postponed. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a new thing. But hey, in fantasy, you got to adapt and overcome. That's what that's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then other than that, you know, of course, we have a new NBA champion. Of course. The LA Lakers. Woo. LeBron, LeBron James, a.k.a. The GOAT. Everybody called it. Everybody called what? Them winning? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But again, the Heat were that team that looked like they could. I mean, they won two games. They did. They did look like, I mean, at the end of the day, it just came down to like the firepower that the Lakers had with mm-hmm. LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah. Um, and then in you that have last Ron... game, they did not look like they were ready. The Heat? Yeah. No, no. The Lakers, that was, I mean, a, a blowout. Just an absolute blowout from yeah. start to finish. The Lakers were up by 30 at multiple points, yep. just like easily. Um, you got Rondo even putting up, I think he put up 19 last night. Mm. LeBron had like a 28-point triple-double, and he mm. got MVP. Um, yeah, just, I mean, just a dominant game by the Lakers. I would have liked to see a better game, but I think we knew what the outcome of this series was going to be anyways. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, on this show, we were calling the Lakers pretty much all the way. Yeah. We thought it was going to be uh, L.A. versus L.A. in the West, but the Clippers, the Clippers got, I mean, they got beat by the Nuggets like so much earlier. Yeah. Shot so, the bed, really. Yeah, definitely shot the bed. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good series. I'm glad the Heat pulled out a couple games. I didn't want it to be a sweep. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they that Heat team, they looked pretty dangerous, like even coming into this game. I was saying, like, if the Lakers lose this game, like, they do not want to play a game seven. Yeah. They will not win a game seven. Um, because this that Heat team, they just looked like they wanted it more. But, I mean, when it comes down to it, LeBron had a quote after they gave him the MVP award. He was like, you know, RGM wants, wants their respect. Mm-hmm. Like, my teammates want their respect. Laker Nation wants their respect. And I want my damn respect, too. Yes, I did. Give me I, that I watched shit. it. I like that quote. I was like, all right, man. Give that man some respect. Put it on his name. I don't know if he's the GOAT, but he might be. That's 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 good. I'm going to quote you on that. Yeah. Um, he's also the first player in history to have four or more uh, regular season MVPs and finals MVPs. First wow. player to ever do it. Congrats, yep. LeBron. I know you're listening. Yep, yep. LeBron, we could not do the show without you. Thank you for all your support, your undying support. Now give us our damn respect. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, what'd you think of the game? Um, yeah, like I, I mean, I texted you. I said, did Miami even show up? It was, it, I, I don't want to say it was a good game because it wasn't really a good game. It was just Not really. Kind of, it was just Lakers the whole, the whole way through. And yep. I mean, yeah, we expected it. So I wasn't surprised or anything. I just thought it would be a little closer or a little more competitive, you know, but yeah, that's what yeah. we got. Yeah. The heat just didn't really bring that scrap that they've had. Through this entire playoffs. No, yeah. I don't know if it was fatigue or just, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think you can really only do so much against LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah. And um, the defense that the Lakers played in this game was next level. Um, the Heat, I think they ended the first ended the first half with like, what, 30-something points or something? Mm-hmm. They might have had less than 40 in the first half. I believe you're right. Um. So like that's not going to get it done in the championship and the Lakers I mean the Lakers just clamped them right down. Lakers were hitting shots and stopping the Heat from hitting shots. So you what want a basketball a game? What is a Laker? Yeah. That's um like a good question a, actually. I know what a buck is. I know What's what, a Heat? Yeah, I don't know what that's what it is in Miami. It's just hot. It's cuz Miami's hot. It's that Miami Heat. Um <laughs> Laker noun Informal North American. One, a lake trout. A or, lake trout? Or two, a ship constructed for carrying cargo on the Great Lakes. That can't be it. Nah, that can't be it. Hmm, interesting. I'm, I'm just curious where they got the name from. That's why I was wondering. I, I was thinking about that last time. Oh, okay. It. Look, we're stupid. Okay, go ahead. We are stupid. Okay. Because before they were in L.A., they were in Minneapolis, Minnesota, which is the land of 10,000 lakes. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. We knew we knew that the Lakers were in Minneapolis at one point. That just fucking slipped wow. our minds. Wow. Well, and that's why they're called the Lakers, kids. There you have it. There you have it. One oh, of life's man. mysteries. Mystery solved. 
It's what we do here. We solve mysteries. Yep. You ever seen? Oh my god, what's the name of that movie? It's a Donald. It's Donald Glover with his like comedy troupe he was with before he kind of like hit it really big. I think it's called like Mystery Team or something like that. It, they're like kid detectives who like grow up and they're in like they're like past school age, but they still act like children and they're like trying to solve this murder mystery. It's it's pretty funny. I have not seen that. No. Okay. Yes, it's called Mystery Team, and okay. that's, that's your homework that I'm giving you. Is that spooky enough for spooky season? No, no. You're going to have to watch it in November. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, I mean, cool. there is a murder in it, but it's not like slasher kind of murder. It's just like cool. mystery. Yeah. So add it to I'll the set list. a reminder for November 1st. Thank you. On the calendar. <laughs> Anything else in the uh, wonderful world of sports? Um, sports. That's the main. Yeah. What? Go sports. That's Go. the main stuff. Okay. You don't want to talk about baseball? No, nah, not really. Do I ever? No, that's just going to be my running bit with you. Sorry for any baseball fans out there. I'm not one of you. (laughs) (laughs) We are not the same. No. Baseball is boring unless you're there. We've been through this many a time. Yep, and I'm not there. You're not. You're not. No. All right. Well, we only got one thing really in video games. Uh, I, I sent you the video. I don't know if you watched it. The PS5 panels are removable, those white panels on the side of the PS5, which leads me to believe we're going to be able to have some kind of customized. Custom, yeah, customized panels. Yeah, yeah so for sure. What, what, what would you, if you could get anything in the world on your panels, what would they get? Both sides, do one and one and the other. All right, so prison mic on one side <laughs> with that iconic prison mic face. Uh-huh. Um, and the other side, let's see. Shit, I'll throw your face on the other side. Oh, fuck. That's flattering. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. You got a picture in mind or just whatever? Well, I don't know that it would be a flattering picture that a, I choose oh, for It that, can't be actually. a flattering picture, but it's flattering yeah. that I'm on your PS5. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I'll, I'll uh, look through the Rolodex and see what we're working with. <laughs> I don't know how many pictures I have of you. <laughs> I don't know how many pictures there are of me. Damn. Never thought about it like that. You gotta think outside the box if you want to play inside of it. Think outside the panels. Wow, that should be their uh, slogan. Yeah, think outside the bun. Fourth meal. I heard somebody say fourth meal the other day, and I was like, "Damn, I forgot about Taco Bell's fourth meal thing." That whole campaign ad campaign thing. Yeah, thing. yeah. I for some reason I was expecting you to, like, have said, "Damn, I forgot about Taco Bell's fourth meal thing," and then them say, "Wait, what do you mean?" Like they were saying it about something totally random. <laughs> Uh, no i think it was a commercial or something like yeah yeah um you remember that time we tried to go for fourth meal in high school and the taco bell was closed at like fucking nine o'clock or something yeah what what's the deal there did we ever figure that out it was it's swansboro so it was just like closed but we went to the one in jacksonville and it was open that one was probably open till like two probably like it should be yeah did we drive to jacksonville specifically because of that because we wanted taco bell yeah Yes. Cool, cool. Those high school uh, adventures. Quote Dance unquote adventures. in front of the Waffle House. Yeah, yeah. I thought about that the other day. We Shout did out to do, Ethan. He was killing it. Go ahead. Yeah, we did do a, bit, a dance battle outside of a Waffle House at one point in Jacksonville, North Carolina mm-hmm. at like 3 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With us and some like random fucking guys we had never met, never some seen. random seen guys. Again. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I that, was, that, that was one of those iconic nights. It was. I wonder where that video is. Someone's can, got a video. We got to dig it up. 
Someone's got one. We'll find it. Wow. <laughs> Good times. We've added a new segment this week, uh, books, because I wanted to Whoa. talk about the Ready Player Two book. Yeah. Um, so we've got plot details that have come out. Okay, so it takes place just days after Ready Player One. Wade Watts finds a new riddle from Halliday for the last Easter egg and a mysterious prize. And a new rival is introduced who will kill millions to get what he wants. Now, I've read through this, and it seems like it's going to be a little convoluted. Um, I feel like the first one kind of wrapped up everything. You know, you had the three Easter eggs. The prize yep. was you get the company, and they defeated him. They closed, uh, what is it called, the Oasis down on... Um, a couple days so people could live in the real world like it, it was very contained and i feel yep. like this is just kind of a cash grab because the movie did so well that they want to make another book so they can make so that they can make movie. another movie right yep. and it just i feel like it's it might take away from the original just because all right so there's we've we had these easter eggs but now there's an easter egg from the easter eggs you know what i mean like yep. it, that doesn't seem like it fits into the whole puzzle that halliday made in the original yeah and and actually when i first saw this news I forget like where I saw it for the first time, but um, I just immediately assumed without really reading into it that it was just a second movie that they were making. Mm -hmm. Like like there hadn't been ideas for a second book, but they just decided to do a cash grab with another movie mm -hmm. to like completely taint the whole thing. Right. Uh, that's just what I assumed because that's I feel like that's how Hollywood. They, uh, that's Disney, right? No, I don't think so. Ready Player One was not Disney. I do not believe so. Who made that? I'm looking it up. Keep saying your thought, though. Okay. Yeah, I just I just felt like it would, like, I don't know. Immediately, my mind was like, wait, wait, wait. That is so cheap. Oh, it's a book. Okay. But that's also cheap. Right. It's uh, Warner Brothers and Amber. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. We should have known because Steven Spielberg, so. Oh, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think your opinion on this is probably accurate. It does seem like it'll probably be pretty similar to the first one. Mm -hmm. um, kind of wish that they would have let some time pass by, sure. at least. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, if I'll it, still watch I, it. I guess. I guess I'll. Yeah, you'll still watch it. Mm -hmm. Well, because I, I know they're going to. When make they a inevitably movie. make a movie. Yeah, exactly. What do you think the turnaround? So, do we have like a a time frame on when this book is going to drop? Uh, it's expected to release November. What November twenty twenty? Yeah. Oh, November twenty so fourth. So they're pro that probably means they're like, what if they're like just simultaneously working on the movie? You know, they probably they probably are. Like, uh, I don't, I I can see like him writing the book and them like saying, all right, so what kind of plot details, and them working on the screenplay at the same at the same time. Yep. Yep. Let's see. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's probably gonna be. Not too long. I mean, it, COVID, depending depending on COVID, it's probably not going to be too long before uh, they start production on the movie after this book comes out. This might be the quickest turnaround from a book to a movie ever. It might be. I feel like all the other ones at least are like series of books that started, and so you kind of had like a head start. But yeah, right. I think you're right. I don't know. I, I just I liked I liked the first movie a lot, and um. I have the book. I haven't read it yet, but I I've seen that like read that it follows pretty closely. So I assume I would like the book too, and I just don't want mm -hmm. this to ruin it. 
Do you think that Warner Brothers, after making the first movie, went to the author of the book and asked him to write a second book? Um, uh, when did the first movie come out? A few years ago. Like? Maybe maybe five, four. Five years 20, ago? 2017, 2016. Shout, shout some more dates at me. It <laughs> 2012. Was tw- 2018. Okay, so um, not that long ago. So I, I'm reading, I, I'm kind of cheating on the answer here because I'm reading. In a, in a 2015 interview, um, they were talking to the author who was working on the actual screenplay at the time. So it took a minute for that to come out. But he was talking about possibly working on a sequel. So I don't think so. But maybe they were just kind of banking on it being a success while he was mm-hmm. writing it and they might have whispered in his ear. But I, he might have had an idea. But that being said, I don't know if it's possible that the movie producers or whatever, because the book hasn't come out yet, so they could have like shifted what his original plot uh, would have been. Right, right. Like told him to put details in there that would translate better on screen. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, because you know, I mean, there's always things that change from the book, from the page to the screen. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how all this plays out, but I think that we kind of, I think we kind of know why it's happening. Okay. Well, listen to this. Okay. Klein, he's the author. Klein later stated that Steven Spielberg contributed to the writing process of the book. This is the second okay. book. So there, there we go. go. We got our answer. There is our answer. Mystery <laughs> solved by Donald Glover. <laughs> and the mystery team. There's two other the mystery team. <laughs> Um, yeah, so on a scale of 1 to 10, let's rate your excitement. Um, my excitement for this is, I don't know, maybe a 4 to 5. Okay, I was going to say probably like 4. a 5.5 to 6. I'm going to go with 4.68. Um, 4.68, you know Clay loves those two decimal places. Yeah. Um, 4.68 and a 5.5, that's where we are. Cool. Moving on. Aya Cash, who plays Stormfront in The Boys Season 2, wants to join the X-Men as Rogue, Jean Grey, or Beast. And Anthony Starr, who we know is Homelander, thinks he could play Wolverine. What do you think of these castings? I think that Aya Cash could be a really dope Rogue or Jean Grey. Beast mm-hmm. is obviously completely random for her. Mm-hmm. She um, probably just wants to go against the grain. If, if Right. Yeah. And I think Anthony Starr would actually make a really dope Wolverine. I think he could be a good Wolverine too. Except for the fact that he's 5'11 and Wolverine technically is supposed to be 5'3. Hugh Jackman, say, obviously. He's a short guy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wolverine should be short. I want to see a short Wolverine on screen. Hugh Jackman was a tall Wolverine. That was you want the to see only like comic accurate. That was his only flaw, Hugh Jackman. He killed that role, obviously. Mm-hmm. Just too tall. Um, just just too tall. I want to see that like short I want to see that that short king. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um, I mean, why do you think he? Why do you think he's so mad? He's got little man syndrome. That's what Hugh it Jackman. Is. Hugh Jackman didn't need to be that mad of a Wolverine, but in the comics, Wolverine is much madder. Right. The berserker rage. Yep. Little man uh, syndrome. I think Napoleon I, Cash <laughs> might be a little too old to be rogue, in my opinion. Well, de- depending on how they like what they do with it. Sure. Sure. I guess depending on what. But they do classic with it. rogue, not yeah, a little bit too old. Jean Grey, I could see that more. Um, yep. I've only really seen her be Stormfront, so I, I haven't seen her like full acting range. Me neither. Me but neither. 
But I think she could do a, a Jean Grey. Jean Grey's... She, um, she can add some depth or something to her. Yeah, Beast. Yeah, Beast, I don't... Whatever. That's just... That's just I a throwaway. I honestly don't really care about Beast as a character that much. So, me neither, really. I didn't really like him in um, the first class series. Uh huh. Wasn't wasn't. Yeah, really. yeah. He was one of the. He was kind of the, one of the more like bland characters in there. Mm -hmm. I liked Kelsey Grammer in X Men Three. Yep. He was cool. They also threw Kelsey Grammer in at the end of Days of Future Past. Did they? Whenever they like, so Wolverine came back to the present from the future, mm -hmm. um, and the timeline basically had been like reset. Mm -hmm. A lot of the characters who had died or whatever um, came back. Jean Grey was alive again. Yeah. Um, and Kelsey Grammer like walks past him in the hallway, and he's like, "Logan, don't you have a class you need to be teaching?" <laughs> that was a good impression. Can you do that again? Uh, I re I really only have one in me. Oh, okay, gotcha. The it tank was a is button. Empty. It was a button, and uh, I think the battery died like right. That was like the last bit of juice it had left in it. Damn, damn. Ah, I'll just have to replay it. That was so good. I like, I liked it. Liked it a lot. Good thing we're recording this. I hope so. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Anthony Starr. Yes, too tall, but I I don't think Hollywood cares about that part. So no, nah, they don't. Um, but he would he would really be good. And yeah, I, I think so too. I'd rather her have, have her as Jean Grey than Rogue. Agreed. All right. So uh, this this next topic kind of flirts between the TV and the movie realm. So we'll use it as kind of like a bridge and a segue. Um, I saw this theory because we know we got news that Doctor Strange was going to be in Spider-Man 3. Um, and so I saw this theory that said Wanderverse, which is a TV show on Disney Plus, will trigger the multiverse. Then in Spider-Man 3, Peter uh, is dealing with like some of the aftermath of, of what Wanda did in Wanderverse. And then in Doctor Strange 2, Doctor Strange will fix everything that Spider-Man and uh, Scarlet Witch fucked up. So what, I feel like that's pretty – that sounds like it's a pretty good um, – Yeah. Yeah, and we, obviously we know that um, Wanda is going to be in Doctor Strange 2, mm -hmm. Multiverse of Madness. We, we obviously, it's called Multiverse of Madness, so right. we know that there's going to be some multiverse shit. We know that Scarlet Witch is going to be involved, mm -hmm. and we know where she's at nowadays, which is opening up the multiverse, basically. Right. Probably what she's going to be doing in WandaVision. That seems pretty clear, too. Yeah. We know she's going to be messing around with alternate realities and things like that. Um, so she's probably going to go a little bit too far, open all that shit right up. Mm -hmm. um, and then, and then Spider-Man, we know that Jamie Foxx is returning, but as a different version of a character he played in a Spider-Man, a different Spider-Man movie. Right. The so, Garfield verse. But we don't really, we don't really know that that is going to be a multiverse thing since he's playing a different version of it. We don't, but we also got news that Dr. Strange is going to be in Spider-Man right. three. Right. And now of course, everybody's talking about, okay, we need Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in this movie. Honestly, I, I am on board with that. That seems really cool to me. Yeah. They might as well. Yeah. Um, I'm behind it. I don't remember if we talked about this or not, but did we talk about Kevin Feige saying that Tom Holland's Spider-Man can jump? Jump. Universes? You can jump over to the Sony side too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, I don't, I think we might have talked about it, but I, again, don't really like if he just randomly jumps. Like, does, is he conscious of this jumping? You know what I mean? Or Yeah, I think I would prefer it to be 
something that's like unexplained like he just shows up on both sides like in the sony movies and also in the marvel movies but maybe it's not explained i cannot imagine that they're going to explain that by introducing or i, I don't know that they're going to use the multiverse to explain that because mm. then the sony movies would have to be part of the multiverse with marvel i don't think that marvel and disney are that married studio wise sure sure it seems like they have a pretty like a pretty simple agreement with just Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. uh, this will be my the beginning of my weekly plea. Sony, release Spider-Man and all of the property to Marvel. Yes, I'll I'll ask you every week. I know you're listening. Just do it. Some I might write you a poem one week. A haiku. Ooh, a haiku. Yes, I haven't written one of those since like fourth grade. Those are all the rage right now with Ghost of Tsushima. I bet. You can write, you, you know the game. You can write them in the game and shit. Yep. Um, I wonder, I wonder, so it's been a while since I've written a haiku. I'm sure it was like elementary school or middle school or something. Mm -hmm. um, I wonder if you get a headband in real life when you write a haiku. I think. That's what happens in the game. I think if it's good enough, it's got to be a really good one. Who judges? The heavens. The heavens. Okay. Yeah. Not the gods, just the heavens. Not just the heavens. Cool, cool. It's super vague, but clear-ish. Clear as mud. Yep. Uh, Thomas, the Tank Engine movie is in the works. Did you see that shit? I did, I did. <laughs> and I've actually got a an interesting article up here about it with some uh, some pretty solid quotes in it. Okay, let's hit me with them. <laughs> okay. Um. The world can be a scary, divisive place, but there's one thing all human beings from every walk of life can agree on. We must have a new movie about Thomas the Tank Engine, God damn it. <laughs> um, there's also, let's see. <laughs> Thomas and Friends traces its, or this is a history lesson for anybody who doesn't know about Thomas the Train. Okay. Um, Thomas and Friends traces its origins back to ancient Macedonia, where the high priest of the nation would gather the people to watch ritual sacrifices offered unto the great and terrible God Thomas. Oh, sorry, that's not even close to correct. <laughs> Unquote. Who, who's that quote from? So this is, this is SlashFilm.com. This article was written by Chris, Chris Evangelista. Mm -hmm. This guy is just on another level right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's very hyped for this Thomas movie, and he doesn't know how to act. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> Chris, chill, bro. For real. Um, we know the movie is going to be helmed by World War Z and Christopher Robin director Mark Forster, which those are two very different movies. This guy's got range, right? I was, mm -hmm. I was very surprised when I saw that. So I don't know. This could be like a gritty reboot version of Thomas the Tank Engine. It's always a gritty reboot. And they actually said that it's a, um, Forster says that it's a four quadrant film, which means that it's made for like. All demographics, male, female, kids, adults, like everyone. They're making this movie for the people. Wow. Yeah. Well, these people, you and me, will we see it? Oh, we will. Yeah, together. We're, we're people, and this is for the people. We need some unity, and this movie is going to achieve it. <laughs> this movie could not come out at a, at a better time. Well, it's not out yet. Well, I don't care. It's coming out at some point. <laughs> Hopefully. We'll still, well, you could still probably use some unity whenever this movie comes out. If the movie industry doesn't implode. True, but don't say that. 
That was me knocking on wood. Thank God. Close one. The heavens were listening from the last thing. They were like, that doesn't sound like a fucking haiku. No headband for you. Anything else about Thomas? No, I, I don't know. <laughs> Any more nuggets of wisdom from, what's his name, Chris De, um, DeLuca? Is this the most exciting news story of 2020? Yes, it is. No question. I love it. That's a great quote to end on for Thomas. Yep. Nice capper. Oscar Isaac and Jake Yelenhall. That's how you're actually supposed to say it, you know? Seriously? Mm-hmm. Who says it like that? Does he? Um, he doesn't because everybody else says it Gyllenhaal, but he mm. has been on a late night show where uh, I want to say it was Jimmy Fallon. He said it Ye- Yelenhaal like it's supposed to be said. Uh-huh. And he said, oh, yes, that is how it's, it's supposed to be said. But everybody says Gyllenhaal, so I just go with it. Are you sure he wasn't trolling? I'm positive. It's, it's like Swedish or Nordic or something. That's how you're supposed to say it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was saying it just to be a uh, pretentious douchebag. Yeah, it sounds super pretentious. <laughs> Doesn't it? I mean, yeah. it sounds super Swedish, honestly. Oh, yes, it does. Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, I'm going to start over because people have probably lost their train of thought from what I was saying. Train? Uh, is that a pun? It wasn't, but I'm going to pretend like it was. You're punny. Ooh. Oscar Isaac and Jake Gyllenhaal cast as Francis Ford Coppola and former Paramount executive Robert Evans in Francis and the Godfather. So this just sounds like it's a movie about Francis Ford Coppola making the Godfather. Right. Which I and not really a story I think anybody asked for. So it's interesting that we're getting it. Yeah, I mean there there has to be something there that's going to make this like worthwhile. Maybe it's a revisionist history a la Quentin Tarantino. Hang on. Did you did you know that Francis Ford Coppola has two nephews? Well, more than two nephews. But Are you about to say who I think you're about to say? Because, yes, I did know that. Nick Cage? Yes. Jason Schwartzman? Mm-hmm. You knew both of them? No, I didn't know Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, but Nick Cage would be the headliner there. But mm-hmm. you know who Jason, Jason Schwartzman is, right? That, like, funny guy? Oh yeah, that funny guy. If I saw he's a in, he's in. His name um, sounds really familiar. He's in Sandler movies. Uh, Have yes, you seen Just dude. Go with It? Yes, 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 yes. I've seen this guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, um interesting, but two really good actors. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Isaac and Yelan Hall. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were talking about, about Nick Cage. <laughs> um. Who he goes by Nick Cage because he wanted to make it in the business on his own name, not the Coppola name. But everybody nice. already knew he was a Coppola, so it didn't really matter. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but yes, two good actors, Oscar Isaac and Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, again, did, have you seen the Godfather movies? Yeah. Yeah. You like them? Have you seen all three? So, so I haven't seen a Godfather movie recently. Like mm-hmm. I saw them when I was a kid. Like my dad would play them. Mm. That's an interesting um, movie for a kid to watch. I also saw The Passion of the Christ as a kid, and that's like a very violent movie. Well, knowing your dad, that doesn't surprise me. Right, right. But, no, I mean, he was he was playing like a bunch of action movies, and, I, yeah, The Godfather, well, not necessarily an action movie, but I saw some violent movies as a kid. Sure, 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 sure. Um, I haven't seen the third one. I hear the third one is trash. I've seen the first two, but um, they're good movies. I like them. They're, they're classics. Again, I don't know that I need to know the story behind them. No, but no. I do like these two actors, so I'm. Yeah, I think I think with these actors, um, I'll probably watch it. Sure, for sure. 
Yeah. Like these guys. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll give them give them my money. If the movie theaters still exist. Yep. I'll stream them illegally. There you go. Have you streamed Tenet illegally? No. Oh, good man. Have you? I thought about it, but I haven't done it yet. Um, is it out there? I'm surprised one of my roommates hasn't done it. I haven't done any hardcore research, but I'm sure there's like a Chinese version out there. Yeah. 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 Probably. So, RDJ is interested in a Sherlock universe. Here's a quote from Robert Downey Jr. At this point, we really feel that there is not a mystery verse built out of any out. Blah, 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 blah. At this point, we really feel that there is not a mystery verse built out anywhere, and he wants to expand his detective universe, starting with Sherlock's home. Sherlock Holmes. I cannot speak. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock's three, home. Sherlock's home. Uh, three coming December twenty twenty one. What do we think about this mystery verse? So, I did not know that there was a Sherlock a Sherlock's home three. <laughs> coming out um i didn't know that i will tell you i will tell you sherlock holmes 3 has been like on the books since sherlock's holmes jesus christ (laughs) i I didn't even say jesus christ i said jesus christ jesus all right sherlock's home cheese and rice sh3 has been on the books since sh2 came out which was like what 10 years ago yeah a real fucking long time ago um i like those movies i like rdj as sh okay Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like those movies. So yeah, I'll I'll watch a Sherlock Holmes three. I want um, to. What do we like? What do we mean by this mystery verse? Is that's it, that's what I wanted to ask you because I mean. So is it? I don't really know a whole lot of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Are, is there like? Does he have stories outside of Sherlock Holmes? Uh, not that anybody knows. I'm looking it up. Um, but Sherlock is the big Arthur Conan Doyle thing. And right. even if he had other stories, I'm not sure that they would necessarily be mysteries and fit into this mystery verse, you know? So I was curious if there might be um, other mystery uh, characters that uh, are taking place in the late 1800s like Sherlock that maybe they could pull in. Let's see. Yeah, he's got he's got some other other novels. Uh, one is a mystery. Uh huh. One is they look like it looks like mysteries are what he does. So maybe maybe they'll just pull in some of those. Okay. All of these look like they're mysteries. Yeah, I don't. So it it sounds like Sherlock Holmes three the movie is gonna like create some new characters that they're gonna then spread out to other movies. Sure, but I don't know that I care enough. You know what I mean? Like I like yeah, RDJ. Yeah, I, I like Sherlock Holmes. I don't care about these. Right auxiliary characters right right um yeah i think i think i'm gonna have to like take a look and see how this stuff actually works before i can buy in too much but you know i will be interested i will be interested to see a sherlock holmes 3 as long as it's not like a very blatant like commercial for a lot of other movies you know what i mean yes yes i know exactly what you mean like spider-man the amazing spider-man 2 yes yep yeah you know what Um, they should do though what they should use the they want to build this universe they should build it into a leave a league of extraordinary gentlemen's universe did you did mm-hmm. you see that movie when we were kids i did i did it's a trash Sean movie Connery. yes it's a trash yes. movie 
I love it for nostalgic reasons. And I think the idea behind it is really cool. It's basically like the Avengers, but literary characters. Yep. So if they, and uh, Professor Moriarty is in that movie, if you remember. So Mm -hmm. if they take this Sherlock Sherlock Holmes movie and start that and like, make the other movies and then kind of do a league of extraordinary gentlemen. I would be all on board for that. Cause I've wanted that remade for a while. Like I don't like remakes very often, but that is yep. one movie that I would love to see remade. So we no longer have spoiler alert. We no longer have RDJ in the Avengers. So yep. now, so basically this is just him saying, I want to be back in the Avengers. I was, I was thinking that I was like, this guy really wants to be a part he of a franchise again. He can't not be a part of a sprawling universe. <laughs> right, right. Um, he got that bug. But like, so let's see here. I mean, we've got like Watson is played by Jude Law. Mm-hmm. We've got Moriarty involved. Well, didn't Moriarty um, die in Game of Shadows? He did. He did. But I forget. Oh, I think didn't he get like choked out by a rope or something? I think so. Because they fell down the thing. Was it on a bridge? I thought they fell off the bridge into the falls, into the waterfall. No, no, no. No, Sherlock did. Got choked out by a just just Sherlock uh, did. Oh, and he um, got caught up earlier by the rope. earlier in a, no earlier in the movie a totally different scene mm-hmm. it wasn't the final scene. Sherlock, it was like oh my god Sherlock just died he fell down this huge like waterfall mm-hmm. but it turns out he had this like breathing apparatus. Right, right. I remember he came surviving. back to life at the end. Right. But I don't remember how Moriarty fell. For some reason I. Oh no! I'm thinking of the first movie when he was fighting. Um, oh yes, that like magic dude. Yes, yes. Lord they were on Black a bridge, well I think. or something. Yeah, Blacktooth. He had like a snaggletooth, didn't he? <laughs> he did. <laughs> Lord Blacktooth. Lord Blacktooth. Um, that's yes. That is exactly what you're thinking of. He does get caught up on the rope. Okay. I think yeah. Both Moriarty top, and Sherlock I, I first, fall down the. Down I, the okay, rope. I think I forgot. So then, if they both fell down the same waterfall. Mm-hmm then Moriarty could be alive too, right? It is possible, yes. Okay. Although it's been a long time and I don't really remember the details of that, clearly. M- me neither. Um, I will say, though, in the books, the same thing kind of happens. Sherlock does survive. Moriarty definitely doesn't. So mm-hmm. take that how you will. Hmm. But, I mean, this is not the book, so they could do whatever they want. Yeah. Well, it's all, so it's also Warner, so they could uh, apparently like HBO Max series could potentially be part of this like maybe mm. multiple series is mm, mm. series um siri siri yeah there we go yeah no i mean i'm down if they do it right and it's not just like like if the movie like you said if the movie is a movie and isn't just like look what we're about to do yep yeah yeah that could be good we'll see yeah moving from one superhero to another I never know how to say her name. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. I don't know. Yeah. yeah One that. time she was on, yeah, she was on a late night show and she, she was explaining how to say it. And she said something about the tea being light, a light tea. Yeah. It's like, I think it's like, I think it's like Gal Gadot. Okay. We'll go with that. Um, she's set to play Cleopatra in a new film, uh, with the wonder woman director, Patty Jenkins mm-hmm. doing this movie as well. And I'm about to butcher this name, but Leita Calogridis, I think is what her name is, is supposed to write it. I didn't know who this woman was just off reading her name. So I looked her up and uh, she doesn't do really have a good track record. Kind of hit or miss. So What'd she make? So you remember that Halle Berry Catwoman? 
Oh God. She did. She did. She didn't write the whole thing. She did some uncredited rewrites on that. Okay. So that's kind of half a strike in my opinion. Yeah. Now, she was just, I think, I think maybe any involvement with that movie might just have to be a full strike or three <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll, we'll give her one. She was just a producer on Avatar. She had nothing to do with the writing of it. So, I mean, okay. take that what you will. She did write Shutter Island, which I thought was good. I like Shutter good Island. Uh, also executive produced that. Um, Terminator Genesis. She was Yikes. a co-screenwriter on that. Um, and I haven't seen Alita Battle Angel, but that was her most recent um, She wrote that? Screenwriter thing, yeah. So I saw that movie. I saw Alita. It was good, not great. Okay, so kind of just middle of the road. Decent, not good. Yeah. So yeah, Bad, not so, decent. So her track record, it, it is. It's kind of hit or miss. She's the yeah. only thing that I really like that she wrote herself is Shutter Island. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Patty and Gal, I guess they're just gonna do everything together from here on out. Well, it's like a Leo and Scorsese thing. Yep. Yep. Um. I have seen a lot of people saying that they need to get like someone with actual Egyptian heritage to play Cleopatra. But, but a Cleopatra lot of people are saying, yeah, yes, sorry, yes. Finish. a lot of people are saying that because they clearly don't know that Cleopatra was Greek. Yes. <laughs> so that's kind of dumb. They that's just the assume because she was the uh, queen of Egypt, but yes, yes you yes. are correct. Yeah. Yep. So that's, <laughs> so that's kind of dumb. That's something that's been going around. Um, I've also, I've also seen a bunch of people say like, like, we don't need to keep reusing the same actresses. Like, she's not even that great. Like, you should get somebody else. It's like, why can't Gal Gadot be in another movie? Yeah. She she can only play Wonder Woman from now on? Like, what right. the fuck? Right. She's allowed to be in more than one movie. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I didn't know that there were so many Cleopatra diehard fans out there. That There's would take not. This it's just people personally. that like to complain. Exactly. Yep. It's the culture. Just kind of like it's the a... Vibe. Do you, do you watch SNL? I do. Did you hear about Bill Burr? I did. Yep. Did you Did you watch the Bill Burr episode? I guess I should have led with that. I did. I did. Yes. I watched his monologue. So I didn't watch I didn't watch the full episode, but I watched his monologue and like five of his skits. Mm-hmm. Well, you basically watched the full show. Yeah. Um. I think you watched all his skits. I think the only thing you missed was like Weekend Update. I watched Weekend Update too. Oh, well, I think you pretty much saw the whole episode. Anyway. Okay. Um, what did you think? I guess we're kind of going off on a tangent here, but go ahead. What did you think? Of his monologue? Of everything. Yeah, sure. Yes. Um, start with his monologue. Yes. Of his monologue. <clears throat> I didn't hear anything. Okay. I mean, he was talking about things that were going to rub people the wrong way. Per sure. usual. That's Bill Burr. That is his style. So, so the way I see it, it's like you came to, you paid money to come see Bill Burr. And then he got mad. <laughs> so right. he's got your money and you were always going to get mad. Right. Um, it was also one of those things, which I feel like is a very, this is a very like Bill Burr thing. You could tell during his monologue that, and I know it was a small crowd, so it might be like tough to actually gauge, but you could tell at certain points the crowd didn't know if they were supposed to be laughing or not, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is a very Bill Burr thing for yeah. sure. Yeah, um, I watched the whole thing last night. I didn't 
get offended by anything. He, it's not like he was like targeting one specific type of person or one specific group of people. He fuck he shits on everybody, and it's fucking yeah. funny. Like mm-hmm. I enjoyed I enjoyed the monologue. I enjoyed the sketches. The fucking blitz. Did you see the blitz sketch? I did. That should have offended people more than the monologue. Yep. And yeah. again, as a black guy, I thought it was funny. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, in that monologue, you didn't necessarily say anything that was wrong, like, uh, it, like inaccurate. No. Yeah. He shit on people who much... wear masks, shit on people who don't wear masks, yeah. shit on your racist grandma, everybody. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you got offended by that, that says a lot more about you than him. Right. Yeah. And the, the racial, uh, social justice, white women that he was referring to in his monologue, yes. that's probably who got mad. Oh yeah, definitely. For the I, most part. I didn't really read any tweets about people who got mad. I just yeah. saw there was an article about it and I was like, are you it's serious? Most, yeah. It's mostly, it's mostly those white women. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, I thought it was fucking hilarious. I, I, I really enjoyed it, but back yeah. to, uh, what got us on this ta- tangent. Uh, what Cleopat- was that by the way? Cleopatra. Oh, yeah. Gal. Yeah. Um, I don't really know much about Cleopatra outside of kind of like Shakespeare, um, Shakespeare's version. And then I know there's that old movie, but I've never seen it with Elizabeth Taylor. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see like from a woman's perspective, like there's a woman writer, a woman director. I'm interested to see that. So I think it'll be pretty cool. Yeah. I feel, I feel like this is the type of movie, especially based on the fact that it's Patty and gal and this woman who wrote like was on like avatar and all these other like kind of big blockbuster ish movies. Mm -hmm. I feel like this has, this could either just be kind of like a cheap popcorn blockbuster, or it could be good if they kind of capture some of the stuff they did with wonder woman. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. As with everything we will see as with everything, we'll see how it plays out. Um, so WB has shifted their release dates for these movies again. Don't ask me to tell you what the original date was because I forgot to look them up. I just That's have the new dates. Um, we know that Dune was supposed to come out this year. Yes, but that was moved to October 1st, 2021. The Matrix 4 is now December 21st, 2021. The Batman, March 4th, 2021. The Flash, November 4th, 2022. Shazam 2, June 2nd, 2023. And Black Adam is TBD, but it'll go into production in 2021. So, I mean, just more COVID shuffles. Just yep, the COVID shuffle. Um, are you sure about that March date for the Batman? Um, it was on the the Get Fandom. Th- uh, oh, dude, no, 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 no. That's 2022. It's gonna be March 2022 now. Oh, did I just miss the? Um, no, it was originally for June. Uh, of 2021, but now it's March 2022. Oh, I I typed 2021. I see. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that one is the the big tragedy here. March 4th, they, 2022. Yes. They pushed that one back almost the whole year. So yes. that sucks. It does. I was excited to see it. I mean, I'm still excited to see it, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm very <laughs> excited to see it. I know you're a big Batman guy. I and know. you know what else I am? What? I'm vengeance. Damn, I didn't know if you still had that button over there. Yeah, I dusted it off for this one. I saw <laughs> we were talking about the Batman. You had to. It, it wouldn't have been worth it if you didn't. Yep, exactly. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, you hate to see it. I just want movies, man. I really do. I just want them. 
Yep. Do we, do we, do you, do you fear for the future of the movie theater? So I think that, I think that eventually we will, especially when we get a vaccine, mm-hmm. I think that we'll be good. Um, I think movie theaters are going to work differently, but we already have movie theaters that are like opening back up these days. Mm-hmm. We also have movie theaters that are closing down these days, AKA Regal. Um, was it Regal? I thought it was AMC. Regal. Damn. I th- Regal and AMC maybe, but definitely Regal. And we like Regal. We do. Um, big Regal podcast. Yeah. Big Regal boys. So, so I think, okay, we'll, we'll have movie theaters back probably at some point within 2021, but everything's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they, they can't just keep pushing these movies back indefinitely. No, they cannot. So I don't know. I just hope it happens sooner rather than later. But it looks like, I mean, the the studios know more than us, and they're pushing all these movies back for a reason. Mm-hmm. They just pushed the bat the Batman back almost a full year right. for a reason. Um, well, maybe that reason has to do with they keep having to shut down. Right. I mean, that's definitely part of it for sure. I mean, it doesn't help when your main character gets COVID. Right. <laughs> well, also. I've been hearing a couple of rumors that maybe that wasn't even true. Maybe that was like a cover up for something else. Do that. We know what the something else was. Well, it's, it's just rumors about like Pattinson having problems with Matt Reeves and like refusing to work out and, and that type of thing. Like we've talked about this here and there, uh, but these are, these are purely rumors. Mm-hmm. Nobody of any actual importance has confirmed any of this stuff. And the sources are always like, just completely ridiculous like just a person you would have no reason to believe right or like some youtuber said this last one just like some youtuber i think his name is actually doomcock (laughs) so (laughs) i don't know that i'm gonna believe doomcock on that one fucking your movie theater dreams (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's funny yeah Um, so i don't i don't know man i'm surprised the matrix is coming out before the batman I feel when like was that's... that one? Well, we What's don't up? know when. Or we don't know when it was originally supposed to come out. No, but I feel like our the heads, Batman but... was shooting before it. Yeah. Well, the Matrix. What just started shooting recently? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I do not know. Neither do I. Just, I. I just want the Batman. I know. I know you do. You'll get it. Mate. Matrix four is going to be a split decision. Like, I think I'm going to have to see more from that before I like get interested in it. Cause I mean that they pretty much, I don't know, like they left it in a pretty bad spot and now they're picking it back up. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about this. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to see it in theaters just because I know I'm going to want to see the action sequences on the big screen. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Yeah. So wonder woman, 84, and I'm quoting here, going straight to streaming is not an option for WB. So we know that no matter how, they'll just keep pushing it if they have to. It's not coming out yep. to a streaming service or anything like that. It's going to be released in theaters. Um, so there you go with that, if you were wondering. When is, when are they, um, have they even mentioned a new date for that recently? Because I want to say the last one was like, has already passed. Um. June? No, that's not right. Christmas, um, right? 
Yeah, it was Christmas. That's what they said at Fandom, right? Yeah, yeah. Christmas. Which I Damn. I don't. It's coming they, up. I, yeah, I don't. They might as well. They should have added it to that list of pushed movies that I just I'm read surprised out. it wasn't on that list. Yeah, me too. Because I, Christmas is in what, two months? Two months and like 15 days? I yeah. don't I don't see uh, theaters opening back up in a in a big capacity no. or any kind of capacity ri- really. No, all the models say that that like things are going to get worse by the end of the year. Sure, not because, better. Yeah, you got flu season, and you know we're op- I mean, we we're opening the country back up. Like North Carolina went into phase three. Mm-hmm. Everything's opening up. The bars. Yeah. Um, gyms. Yeah. A bunch it's of other places. Wild. We'll see. Yeah. Um, um, I don't, this movie's not going to be out at Christmas. Nope. It is not. Yes. No, sir. We, we called it. It's not a big call, but we're saying it's not going to be Not a hot take. Not, not pretty, at all. Pretty, pretty ice cold take there. <laughs> but be cool if they proved us wrong. This is our challenge to you, WB. Warner Brothers. Yeah, brothers. Whoever you brothers are. I think they're dead. I mean, probably. <laughs> Eternals, main villain, leaked? Whoa. <laughs> I just had to, like, put something, some kind of pep or something. I feel like we're dying here. We, uh, yeah, I mean, we're just, like, talking about depressing movie, like, being depressed that movies aren't coming out. Yeah, it's really putting a damper on this episode. Anyway, here's one that we don't really know anything at all about. Yeah, I was going to say, do you know who... Okay, so the Eternals main villain was leaked. Crow, who is the typical leader of the Deviants, um, it was leaked because somebody posted a picture of a toy, and it was this dude. Um, Were you going to ask if I know who he is? Yeah. Of course I know who Crow, the leader of the Deviants of Eternals fame is. (laughs) Nah, nah, I don't know what any of these these things are. Yeah, no, I don't. But he looks pretty crazy. Um, Did you see him? Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at it. Um, He's got like tentacles or something. He does. He just looks like a long, spindly demon, which is different from like his comic book look. He, there's no tentacles, really. He's just kind of this pink humanoid-looking. I did see that too. Bald motherfucker. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about the Eternals. This is going to be another like. This is kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy territory for Marvel. Yeah. Like they're just pulling one of these random properties out to like do something with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um it, it's not it's not going to have the same effect as Guardians. It's got a I'm sure it's like something completely different when it comes down to it. I don't think the cast is as charming as the Guardians cast. Well, it's, so. it's the Game of Thrones cast. I mean, Jon Snow and Robert or Rob Stark are in it. Is Jon Snow in it? Yes, Kit Harrington is in it. I as, thought he was Moon Knight. No, no, no. No. No, 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 no. So Moon Knight is going to be a series on Disney Plus. Right, right. I um, thought they haven't. Kit was. They haven't cast. No, they haven't cast the guy yet. Uh-huh. Um, Kit Harrington's player or uh, character is the Black Knight, I believe. Oh, maybe that's where I got Moon Knight confused. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Um, yeah, Black Knight. So it's some like obscure Marvel character, but yeah, Kit Harrington's going to be in this movie right next to Rob Stark, who's playing one of the Eternals. Rob Stark, my favorite character. Yes. Yes. Rob Stark, my favorite Eternal. Harry Styles is also in it. Harry fucking Styles. Yeah. And then Kumail Nanjiani, who got jacked for it. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, like I'm I'm looking at the cast list as well. I, I just don't, it's not, I, 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 we'll see. I mean, it's a Marvel movie, so of course I'm going to watch it. 
I'm, I'm oh, really open-minded. I just don't think it's going to be, I feel like this might be a Captain Marvel for me, you know? Yeah. I didn't really it like could... Captain Marvel if you didn't catch that. That's, that's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, a race of immortal beings who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilizations. I mean, they could do some stuff with that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Do we know when it takes place? Like, is it? Yeah, older? February 12th, 2021. That's when it takes place? Yeah. Okay. No, that's the release date. I, I have no idea. <laughs> that's not going to be the release date. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm done talking about that. Yeah, I don't, Yeah. <laughs> and Me then too. Spider-Man 3 adds Doctor Strange. We mentioned that earlier. But what we didn't mention is it should start filming this Friday in Queens, which is pretty exciting. Sweet. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll see when that comes out. If it comes, maybe out, we'll maybe get some. Maybe we'll get some like behind the scenes photos that tell us a little bit about what Doctor Strange is going to be doing here. Hopefully. Um. I lost my train of thought. So fuck it. You're still thinking about Thomas. <laughs> Dude, get off of it. I can't. It's like half an hour ago. He it's for the people though. You're right. You're right. Thomas, the great uh unifier. That's yes. The great unifier. All right, let's move on to our main topic. We talk about it every week. It's the boys. It's the season two finale. If you haven't watched it, if you're not caught up, please. Well, I mean, if you don't care about spoilers, keep listening. But if you don't want to be spoiled, you should stop listening in three, two. One. All right, Clay. Let's get started. All right, Caleb. This is the boys' season two finale. Yes, it is. This. What'd you think of the episode? Um, satisfying finale overall. I really liked it. I really did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say that it didn't, didn't necessarily answer all my questions, which. I don't know that it would have been as good if it did. Mm-hmm. Um, they left enough questions going into season three mm-hmm. to to definitely make me want to pick up where I left off. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome reveal at the end. Are you talking about uh, Vic? Yes, mm-hmm. big shit, big shit. Um, dope brawl with Stormfront and the girls just kicking her shit in. That was <laughs> girls get cool. it done. They sure do. <laughs> uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um but yeah, overall, I mean it had it had the it had action, it had some uh some twisties. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was pretty solid. Yeah, I really liked it. Let's see. Yeah. My notes I wrote my notes as if we would be talking about it like fucking like we did on our rewatch. So, I I'm trying to like figure out how best what to leave out and what to uh talk about, you know what I mean? Just um, roll with it, bro. All right, we'll start here. So, I think like Homelander was he was legitimately trying to be a decent dad. Okay, so he surprised me at one point when they when they took um when Homelander and Stormfront took Ryan to what Vaughtland or whatever. Vaught, that's what Planet that's, Vaught, like, yeah, that's yeah. the scene that made me say this, yeah. Yeah, that was surprising to me because obviously Homelander was completely ignoring him and the kid was like starting to like kind of freak out a little bit and mm-hmm. then he's like, Whoa buddy, what's going on? Let's get you out of here. Right. Let's take care of you. Um, that was surprising to me. Yeah, I do. So Homelander is my favorite character on the show. Okay. Um, I think that, I mean, there's like, there's more to this dude. 
I mean, we know who he is, but sure. I think he's just like a well-written character that like still has surprises for us. Yeah, yeah. Like he's I, pretty unpredictable in like almost everything he does. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, definitely that boss scene. He's telling everybody like back up, and he like he's saying it nicely at first, you know what I mean? But then he really gets serious when yep. they're not moving, so he can like yep. take take the kid out of there. Yeah, and you can, you can see Stormfront's a little little ticked off about that, but fucker. <laughs> There's also um. When when was Stormfront talking about white genocide? Was that last episode or this? No, one? that was this episode. Okay, <laughs> that was looks really at her. that face that he made. <laughs> so fucking yeah, he's like it's called white genocide, and he's like, wait, what? What the fuck? Wait, what the fuck? Yeah, no, and then that, but it was almost like it was almost like a a dual reaction. Instantly, it was like, wait, what? And then it was like, mm, all right, whatever works. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it was great. That was some great face acting, I will say. Yeah, yeah. Um. I have this quote from M.M., just lick my big black balls, Butcher. I don't remember what Butcher asked him to do, but I remember that quote, and I thought it was fucking funny. Yep, yep. Um, Yep, Homelander's face when she says white genocide, LOL. Um, (laughs) I said, okay, so I wrote bye-bye Becca before, like, bye-bye Becca. I thought she was, because it was when she was about to get in the car and leave and all that. I was like, oh, I guess we're not going to see her anymore. Yep. And, and then obviously at the end of the episode, which we can talk, talk about in a minute, she left, um, just, you know, the plane of life. Yes. Yes. Not just the location, not just the area, the whole plane. Yep. PLA. She, le- she left existence. She is now, she is now on the ancestral plane. She's in the heavens from black Panther. The heavens have been watching this whole time. She's there. Yeah. Um, I, so I kind of like that she's done for and I kind of like how it happened too. I thought you wanted to keep her. Well, I just really like that actress, but I think it's better for the story if she's Gonzo. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I mean, now we have Butcher having to take over with the kid. No, which he gave her, he gave the kid to Mallory. Oh shit. That's right. Well, he was taking care of the kid in the interim. Well, yes. Yes. Okay. For the, for he was. the two minutes. He did, before. he did have to choose. He did have to choose the kid. At one point. Yes. And the kid chose um, him. The kid chose him. Yeah. Although he was about to smash that kid's brains in at one point as well. After after Becca died. He thought about it. He did think about it until um, until Homelander showed up, I mm-hmm. believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good, yeah, that was a nice little moment. Like, is he going to try to kill this kid? Right. He was um, feeling Definitely looked like he wanted to. And then as soon as he saw Homelander, he's like, oh, it's it's bigger than this. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that kid's kid's pretty strong. He's pretty powerful. He is. I like, I, I like his last line. What? Remember what I told you. And then the kid goes, "Don't be a cunt." Mm-hmm. Classic. Classic. If Butcher's <laughs> gonna teach that kid one thing, that would be it. I wish we got a chance to hear that kid say, "Fucking diabolical." <laughs> <laughs> we still could. It, it could still happen. <laughs> Um, um, I saw somebody, I saw somebody make an analogy to like a baby snake, like Homelander couldn't really damage Stormfront with his laser vision or he probably was holding back, but, um, he thought he was just going to slice her right in half, but she's too strong. And then Ryan just like completely obliterates her. He Anakin Skywalker's that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I saw somebody make an analogy to like a baby snake. They don't know how to control it. They use like uh, all of their venom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's a good analogy. I like it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, when they were training with him, he couldn't really do it on the the deep dog. Couldn't do anything. Yeah, he was trying. Yeah. He's like, picture somebody you hate. He's like, I don't, I don't really hate anybody. He doesn't really know anybody to hate. You know what I mean? Right. I don't really hate anybody. Well, how about everyone who's not white, Ryan? <laughs> Ever <laughs> think of them? Because of white genocide. Um, God, Stormfront, what a Nazi. What a Nazi bitch. Um, Queen Maeve coming in at the end there. Hey, crowd. Mm-hmm. I, I That was a surprise. I did not see that hey, coming. Hey, crowd. That was a solid line, too. Yeah. It was It was very, like, I like, like, World War Two Captain America type of type of yeah, yeah. Um, so the blood that we've been uh, speculating about all season was just unnamed Vought henchman blood all over Homelander. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was gonna be something bigger, but so did I. Yeah, that was kind of disappointing to me. Yeah, it it was, but I mean, it was a good like fuck you, but it also it also kind of let my guard down a little bit you know what i mean because i was like oh so i i guess these people i thought whose blood it was going to be are safe which both of them were not i was i was thinking on stormfront or becca Mm -hmm. yeah 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 they both they both well we don't know the stormfront died we didn't see her die she yeah sure sure but she's like incapacitated right for sure um we do know that in the comics they use compound v to bring people back from the dead so yes, who did they do v that with? They did that with Lamplighter. Yes, yeah. So I I don't know. I think I don't know that we've seen the last of Stormfront, but her character in the comics, who is is like gender swapped, mm-hmm. has kind of a similar like arc, and there's right. not a whole lot left for him to do. Even get stabbed you know? in the eye like her. He did. Yes, yeah. uh, I believe it was the female who did it. Kimi- mm-hmm. Kimiko. It was a female here, just not the female. Just not the female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A female. A female. Um, I wrote Ryan's got aim like his dad. This is obviously when he um killed yep. Becca. Yep. Yep. <laughs> not not too accurate with the aim there. No, 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 no. Not exactly pinpoint accuracy, especially when you just do one huge blast that covers a whole entire area. Right. Um I'm honestly surprised that Becca didn't get like more fucked up because like decapitated still- or something. Yeah, because Stormfront's entire body was in shreds. Yeah, in I'm shreds, like, you say. He he cut off her arms and her legs. I'm like, what was he doing with his head? To yeah. like, you know, what I mean, do all that and then just cut like, off her arms phew. and her legs and burn her entire body. Right, and then just phew, his mom. She just yep. kind of had the the neck wound. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious what the fuck was going on. Maybe he was just like so fucking like shocked. He was just like looking all around. I don't know. Probably. Um. Let's talk about the church for a little bit. So, mm-hmm. so at the end, we see Alistair Adonis. I think that's his name. I know his name is Alistair. Um, uh, yeah. Something like that. Um, he's talking to Vic on the phone, and he's like, all right, so we get this tax-exempt status. I got more files for you. So that was kind of their their thing the whole season was just trying to get tax-exempt status. I feel like I think the, there ha- there, I think there has to be something more there has to be but we've killed the leader which is why i'm questioning what the whole church storyline is now the deep is going to be the leader you think so i don't know that would be interesting because he didn't get back in the seven like uh, a train did right the deep could literally lend uh end up anywhere in this next season right Uh, i like he could be he he could be like a complete wild card at this point i believe it i like his fuck fresca line he's like fresca yep Yep. fuck fresca (laughs) um 
So they had pinned, so the head poppings, they had pinned on Stormfront, right? Yes. I, I, I believe w- in that, I believe in that like press conference they had at the end. Uh-huh. They pinned that on Stormfront. Like the attack on the um, congressional hearing, I think things like that. I d- I don't I'm pretty remember. sure they like casually just pinned that on Stormfront. They might. I might have missed that. I know they talked about her being a Nazi okay. and them apprehending her and all that. I don't remember specifically them talking about the, the head popping. Okay. Um, well, they did. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, my thing, so my thing is that um, what's going to go on with Alistair, obviously he just got his head popped mm-hmm. post Stormfront. That pokes sure. holes in that, but you didn't even really catch that part, right. so it doesn't really matter. You're certain you heard this, certain, okay. yeah. And I, and I've watched um like breakdowns of the episode and stuff too, where they talk about that okay. Okay. being okay. a thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I just missed that, but um, yeah, that does kind of poke holes in that if heads are getting popped afterwards, right, right. And I don't foresee Vic stopping popping heads no. to get no, to no, where, no. you know what I mean. So y- you know about her character from the comics, Vic I take the it. Veep. Yeah, so he's vice president. He becomes uh-huh. president. Um, so she she will probably keep rising. Sure. I mean, she's she's like in a campaign right now. Um, she'll keep rising. She'll probably be vice president or president at some point on the show, I think. Mm-hmm. And she obviously, like she's working with Vought, but acting like she's working against them. Yep. Um, and then there are actually a lot of, um, in one of the breakdowns I was watching, there's a bunch of different instances throughout the season where she says things that you can go back and look at like mm-hmm. okay she was just like this was all like veiled language um yeah she was trying like at at times she was trying to look for like witnesses and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. evidence and things like that but it, she was framing it like i want to get to the bottom of this and right. this this and this but, but she, she probably wanted to, to tie out. up loose ends yeah, yeah. did yep. you see the it was that the screen crush run one yes yeah i watched that one as well yeah Screen Crush, which is actually owned by the company I work for, Town Square Media. No shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah. get Ryan Airy on the show then. Okay. Yeah. Hit him up. Okay. Tell him you guys. Yeah, I'll, to... I'll pull some I'll pull some strings. There you go. Pop some heads. Um, But yes, no, I watched it and I thought, I was like, oh, that's very clever. Like when she's talking with Lamplighter and she's like, he, all right, he's a good witness, but we're going to need another one. Just trying to enough. see if yep. they had more. Yeah, yep. that was good stuff. Which you yeah. don't, I, nobody, you don't pick up on the first time no. you're watching. No. And then, um, people, people have been speculating that you, you have to be in her line of sight for her to pop your head. He, yeah. So I like saw. she was, yeah. So like she was looking through the window at mm-hmm. Alistair mm-hmm. Uh, when they were talking, when she was in the, uh, courthouse, she was looking like all over the place Yep. and everyone's heads were popping. Right. Like her head was just like flying from side to side. Mm-hmm. You thought in the scene that she was just really scared and she was freaking out. She did a really good job of playing it off, mm-hmm. but she was really just looking around, like popping everyone's heads. Right. And I, I have in my notes here. Um, well, now we know who was actually exploiting the heads. Mention what Clay said last week about not going for Vic first, because you said it shouldn't this be the main target. She's the one going right. Right. And why didn't they go for her first? It's because, well, she was the it one doing it. It all comes together. Yeah. Yep. So good Good on you. That was a good catch. That was like the first okay. step, I think. What can I say? What can um, I say? Yeah. And then on the on the note of her having to like have you in her line of sight, that scene where she was talking to the crowd and Homelander showed up, it was the scene where Homelander had the vision of him like lasering everyone in the crowd. Yeah. Um, she's staring at him like he's standing next to her and she's staring straight at him the entire time just in and case. she looked 
And she looks like she's on guard in that scene too, mm-hmm. like just in case he tries to fuck around. So right. just pop him. I wonder right. if she could. I wonder if she could pop home later's head. I I guess it would depend on depend on like how the head popping is actually occurring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we know he's kind of impervious, but if it's right. like happening from the inside, I don't know if his insides are as strong as his outsides. Yeah. That's uh, that. I'm curious about that as well. So we now have Huey who's working for her. So now she's going to have yeah. like, she'll be able to kind of keep tabs on the boys a little bit. That's mm-hmm. probably even part of her plan. Mm-hmm. Did you see the, the screen crush when they were comparing her closing the door to the Godfather? No, I didn't. Oh, so, so at the end Full of the circle, God, at the end of the Godfather, you know, Michael gets like brought in and then somebody like closes the doors, like blocking off like the good, the good from him, like to his like, now mafia kind of business thing. Yep. And she, she kind of does the same thing and they were comparing it to like Huey's now, he doesn't know it, but he's kind of in this kind of dark world that he thinks is, is uh, he's, he thinks he's doing the right thing, but he's really actually working with the bad guy. Interesting. Yeah. It was okay. framed and shot the same way. I thought it was pretty, pretty interesting. Cool. I like when shows and movies pay homage to, uh, to previous works like that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> Did you have anything? Um, I'm just, I mean, I'm excited for season three. Yeah. I don't know that we, I don't know that we know when it's going to come out. I, I have here, where do we go for season three? So like, it appears everyone's gone their separate ways, separate ways, separate ways, right? Vought seems kind of under control for the most part. You know, we still got Vic doing her like covert thing. Yeah. I, I wrote that it's like, it's almost a good series ender minus a few, like I don't want it to end obviously, but I'm saying like if the series were to end here, if you take out kind of the Vic was explode is still out there able to explode heads. It kind of Mm -hmm. feels like everything wrapped up semi nicely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's, I mean, that's why they played it like that because it's like until that very last scene, you're like, oh, okay, right. so then where the hell do we go from here? Right. Like, this got wrapped up, this got wrapped up, this got wrapped up. Oh, shit, there's been a secret big bad this entire fucking time. <laughs> right. So now this is this is the thing that we take into, that we ride into season three. Um, and it expands everything as she, like, gets more power and we learn more about what she's looking to do with Fought, mm-hmm. things like that. Edgar's still in play, obviously. Right. And you, you got to think her and Edgar are like in cahoots, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Did you see that thing I sent you about soldier boy earlier? I did. I did. So, so we know soldier boy is going to be in season three. They announced that before season two even started, mm-hmm. uh, coming out. Um, but Eric Kripke, who's the creator, he, uh, says that, uh, soldier boy is going to be a villain in season three. And, and his quote goes, I think anyone expecting Jensen to show up and be a good guy, they will be disappointed. So that's interesting to me since, you know, Soldier Boy was yeah. this like World War II hero. And you would think at the beginning, at least, these soups would kind of be more, what's the word? Not as douchebaggy. What do you mean at the beginning? Because um, Soldier Boy is kind of the first, first one of the first heroes. He's, he's fought in World War II, right? Right. So, so, so I'm saying but we the, don't know that. Go ahead. But we don't know that the soldier boy that's going to be in season three is the same soldier boy from 
uh, World War Two. Ah, touche, touche. Because in the in the comics, it was like a mantle that was passed to like three different characters. Sure, like a Captain America, um, Bucky, uh, and, Falcon. Yeah, Bucky. and it wasn't. Yeah, and it wasn't. Um, it wasn't a character that like was ageless like Stormfront. Interesting. I didn't think about that. Yep. Um, yep. Well, there goes that answer. But it so. But I, you never know how they're going to do it. They could so, do it the same way, although it would seem kind of maybe a little redundant after Stormfront. It would. It would. Um, is he going to be a new hero or like where's he been this whole time? We've had two seasons without any mention of him besides the Edgar mentioned to maybe the first Soldier Boy. Yeah, maybe he. I don't know. Maybe he. So I can. There probably was a Soldier Boy back. In World War Two, mm-hmm. I'm saying Soldier Boy. <laughs> Soldier Boy up in this hole. <laughs> you. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. He could be a completely new guy. Maybe he's been doing. It would be most interesting if he's been like doing something important, like during the events of the show, mm-hmm. and he's just been elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's not part of the Seven, but I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. And the last thing I have here is, do you remember when we were doing our rewatch and I said that Amazon let Eric Kripke do whatever he wanted. They didn't really meddle or anything except for one scene. Yep. We got that scene back. Yes. The one scene I said they cut and said was too much was Homelander jerking off over New York city and saying, I can do whatever I want. And then they Mm -hmm. put it at the end of this episode. I was like, ah, I guess Amazon was like, all right, fuck it. Put it in there. Yep, fuck it. <laughs> Which it was it's a it tells a lot about him, you know what I mean? Sure it does. Um that's the that's one of the reasons he wanted to keep it in there. He said, I feel like it says a lot about his psyche, that scene. And he said Yeah, but maybe it just is more important here than it would have been there in this spot. I I would argue that it's fitting in either spot. And I will say this. So in the first spot, we know he's kind of a douchebag and it would say a lot in that first episode about who he is moving forward Mm -hmm. in this episode. Like I said, at the beginning, I thought he was kind of being a good dad. He in his way, like he, he was protecting Ryan and all this other stuff. He's now lost Ryan. So he's like, kind of like Ryan was kind of like to us, to a lesser extent, Ryan was what Huey is to butcher kind of like his, like his canary. Yeah, ish. Um, he was like holding Homelander in a certain place, but now that Ryan's kind of gone, he's unhinged again, and it might be worse this time just because he's lost that son. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he's he's lost both his son, his girl, uh, his whole entire plan of like he was gonna he was gonna go along with her plan of like building a soup army things right. like that, which I actually think Homelander still is going to do. Build a super army. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And so, and he also got like blackmailed to shit by Maeve. Right. He got just completely beaten in like a number of ways at the end. Mm-hmm. So he, he pretty much was just like, wow, okay, well, fuck me at mm-hmm. the end of that. Mm-hmm. And then when they're at the press conference and he's talking, the camera like zooms in on his face. Um, doesn't really show, show you much, but you can kind of tell that he's like not all there, mm-hmm. which he, he's never all there. Um, <laughs> And then, and then that last scene of him just jerking it over the city, it's like him, like trying to, I don't know, in a way, just like convincing himself that he's still good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Take back his like power, his dominance yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. That's how he does it. Yeah. Cause he can't do anything else right now. No, just jerk off over the city. I yeah. saw a little 
cartoon somebody made on Reddit. It was Homelander jerking off on that statue, and then behind him it was Batman, and then behind him it was Spider-Man. And, like, above it it said, like, the brooding uh, tower or some shit because, you know, Batman and them, they're always brooding yep. on those gargoyles. And they're all yep. looking at him jerking off like, what the fuck? Like, that's not what we're, we're supposed <laughs> to be doing up here. Nice. I thought it was pretty funny, yeah. Nice. Um, But, yeah, no, I'm excited for season three, and I'm glad... I mean, COVID might put a, a, a damper in this, but, you know, it's it was supposed to come out next year. I, I'm glad that The Boys comes out every year like like most shows, like most network shows do, as opposed to like a Game of Thrones or a Westworld where you have to wait two years before yep. you see the next season, which I never really got because, yes, there's like a bunch of like production value and whatnot in those shows, but there's there's a decent amount of production value in other shows that can still come out every year but that's i mean a, we know that we know that amazon picked up the boys specifically so that they could put more money into it and have like that high production value right and they're still coming um, out every year which i'm like yeah yeah i i like that i don't i don't want to wait any longer than i have to no no all right so who won the season who lost the season um shit i mean people don't really win in this uh, okay, Vic Vic Newman won the season. Okay. Um, Homelander lost the season. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think those are that's who I'm choosing. The boys the boys ended up somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Starlight got a win, got a couple wins. Huey got a couple wins. Uh-huh. Billy, I think, took a win and a loss. But the loss was probably bigger. Yeah. With Becca. Definitely. Um, Mother's Milk went back to his family. Yeah. We got Frenchie and Kimiko as as like an item now. So Right. I was going to say Frenchie, Frenchie was going to be my winner. Yeah. I Vic is, Vic's my winner. Homelander's my, my loser. The boys are in the middle. Okay. Frenchie's my winner. Stormfront is obviously my loser. Because that's oh, like yeah. an easy choice. Um, and... Yeah, I was going to end it there, but I forgot I wanted to mention two more things. They're quick things. Um, I sent them to you earlier, but the actor who plays Black Noir, Nathan Mitchell, he actually has that Trina allergy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Carl Urban, who plays Butcher, he suggested that Eric Kripke write that in as his kind of like kryptonite uh, would be like nuts. And so he put it in there. Love that. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. And then according to Eric Kripke. This is a second. This Both of these are about Black Noir because we don't get enough Black Noir, I feel like. Um, but this one kind of saddens me. It says, we might never get a backstory as part of the character's appeal in the mystery surrounding him. Mm-hmm. So every so often it comes up like, we should really, this is obviously a quote, every so often it comes up we, like, we should really learn who he is. And I'm like, but should we know? Isn't it more interesting that we just never really quite understand how he got that way? So I think Noir definitely remains as a mis- as mysterious as always. So it sounds like they've toyed with the idea of giving him like kind of a background, a backstory or whatever. But so ultimately, no twist. Probably not, unless that was a red herring. Could be, but again, he was a black dude under there when we saw his face. Right. I've also seen I've also seen theories stating that he's Edgar's son or something like that. Mm. Um, or like maybe a clone of him or something. Ah. But but according to this, it we're probably never. Kind of sounds like we're just not really going to have any of that. 
which, which I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm not super upset about it, but I'm, I'm a little like, oh man, you know what I mean? I kind of think, I kind of think that if that was the route they wanted to go, just giving him no backstory, just mm-hmm. keeping the mystery there. And that's like part of him. Mm-hmm. If that was the route they wanted to go, maybe they shouldn't have said it. Sure. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Because I mean, every other superhero has had some kind of background so you can like see their development or whatever except mm-hmm. for him like we've got Maeve she used to be like Starlight then she got jaded a train we know about his, his single mom brother raised him the Homelander team. we even know about his his upbringing as a kid in right. a lab right the noir is really the only one we don't know about which I think maybe that's of, fine it's I mean I think he's he's the most most interesting maybe because we don't know that much about him but it's right. not even that it's the way he acts in the present like just randomly coming up playing the piano the way he like kind of like looks at you know he's got some interesting things about him that i would be interested to know about but we might never know so yeah yeah sad sad mm-hmm. noir anyway anything else you want to last minute tidbits not really not really Sat- satisfying conclusion to a solid season yep what do you what season do you think is better season one or two I was telling Jessica this earlier because she finally finished season one. Uh, today I watched the finale of season one with her. Um, and she's she's not really sold on it. She's like, I don't really care about any of the characters. And I said, okay, season two is much better. So here's my answer. Season two is better than season one. I still think season one's good. I still liked it. But I think season two is better, honestly. Yeah, I think season two is a little bit better too. I think season two had had a, had a few more of those like... I don't know. There's like juicy kind of moments. Yeah. Um, I also think, okay, actually I think season two has better moments, better like highlights. I think season one is better altogether because in season two, there were a couple too many scenarios where like it didn't, like things didn't really check out to me. Like, especially when they were in the tunnels, Um, like they were never going to escape the seven through those tunnels. They could have all died in that scene Mm -hmm. easily. And none of them did. Like things like things like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the boys got into a bunch of situations in season two that they should not have been able to get out of. Mm-hmm. Um, and at a couple points, I think they just kind of like had some plot armor elements happening, That's which true. I didn't really see so much in season one. Season one, it felt like the stakes were a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, but season two had better moments. Okay. I, I could probably agree with most of that. Um, yeah, I think I like season two more. I feel like there's more twists. I like twists. I feel like there's more twists in season two and more like yep. revelations. And I, I like yeah, those that. are, those are kind of like the moments I'm talking about. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I, I'm agreeing with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, and you, so you, you've said, but pick one season, season one or two. I'm going to go with season one. You're going to go with season two. Okay. There we go. Um, both good, both good seasons of a good show. Yeah. 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 I, I'm not shitting on season one at all. And I'm sure you're not shitting on season two. I, of course. I think they're both good, but of course there you have it. Clay's pick is one. My pick is two. I was about to end it. And then I just totally had like a mental just wipe. Wow. I guess we can just cut it there. <laughs> Outro music. Finished. Outro music. No. All right. Um, Thanks for kicking it with us. Make sure you reach out to us 
on Instagram at masters.cultureverse. Email us at masters.cultureverse at gmail.com. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like. Throw some subjects out there that you want us to talk about. Um, just interact with us. We're here. Uh, we've, we interact with people. We're, we're not We're not dickheads, I don't think. Are you a dickhead, Cliff? Mm, I can be here and there. Okay. Well, he can be here and there, but we're not Overall, here or there. Maybe not. So. so, yeah. No, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, there we go. Fucking Dr. Seuss over here. Um, we'll see you next week. I'm Caleb. That's Clay. We're Matt. We're the Matt. I'm. I'm not. You. You end it. I can't speak tonight. I'm a master of the culture verse. Caleb's a master of the culture verse. We are the masters of the culture verse. <laughs> so we'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> Big